Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, I'm back from New York. I'm in LA and it's pouring rain. Guys, some of you made a comment about my voice and how you didn't recognize me or maybe thought that I changed my voice in the intro last week. I just had a cold. That's all that happened. I think I'm back to normal now. Um, I would never change my voice on you guys. I would never do that. Okay, this week, I'm sitting down with Becca Tobin. You know her from Glee and her podcast, Lady Gang, and more neighbors. She came down the street, came over, and we got to talk about Britney Spears, and it was it was a delight. Um, This music video we're talking about this week is Circus, and this is, I think, maybe one of my favorites. I mean, of course, we're all going to say toxic, right? Let me know, what are your favorite music videos? Call the hotline at 814-277-3277. I don't think I've reached out and asked you guys this. So let me know what you think. You're letting me know some other things on the hotline. The hotline got pretty hot last week. Um, but of, of course it did. It was, you know, there was a lot to, there was a lot to rehash. And I understand that. And I'm here for you guys. Um, also, what do you think about the halftime Super Bowl show? Do we think Britney will ever do it? Probably not, right? Probably not. I, I'm rooting for J-Lo. I'm rooting, I'm definitely rooting for J-Lo on this. Um, if it sounds like I've had cocktails, uh, I haven't, I'm, I'm just tired. I don't know what's happening to me this evening. So let's just get into it. Here is myself and Becca Tobin talking about Britney Spears' music video, Circus. Hello and welcome to We Need to Talk About Britney, the podcast dedicated to the legendary Britney Spears. I'm your host, Jen Zabrowski, and on today's episode, I'm talking about Britney's 2009 music video, Circus. And to help me do this is an actress and, dare I say, a master podcaster. That's pushing it. (laughs) (laughs) You know her work from Glee and the podcast slash TV show, 
lady gang. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, Becca Tobin. Thanks for having me. Hi, Becca. This is so fun. I'm so excited to have you here. I've never been more excited about being on another podcast. No way. I swear. Oh my gosh. Brittany is a topic I can never grow tired of. Well, I, of course, a mutual friend, Tom yep. Link, mm-hmm. introduced us yeah. over Instagram. Yes. Has friends now. Best. This, this is how friends meet now. Yes. Um, and, uh, and so I was like, oh my gosh, I really want Becca to come on the podcast because you're such an amazing podcaster and you you. were on Glee. But then as I started, once you said yes, and then I started doing some research and I was like, oh my God, she is the guest to have on this podcast. You're flattering me, but I feel like an appropriate guest. You are very appropriate. appropriate. Now I usually start by asking where you're from Mm -hmm. and who Brittany is to you. Okay. I'm from Atlanta, Georgia, kind of Marietta. Okay. Suburb outside of Atlanta. I mean, Brittany, I'm 30, almost 33. Mm-hmm. So she was my, like, Madonna. She was my icon. And it was like, either you were Team Extina or you were Team Brittany for a while. Yes. I'm, I, uh, she's, I, she's the I, best. She's the best. And it's so funny because once I started doing this podcast, I started meeting people who were team Christina and I'm like, whoa, I didn't have any of those. Like my friends, we were all, we were all Brittany. Yes. So it's, it it is interesting to like then meet the Christina heads, but I, I support them. Like, you know, she's a talent. She's super talented. But yeah, Brittany all the way. She's like my, I don't think you're allowed to say this anymore. Spirit animal. I think that's not PC anymore. Yeah. I started, I've started saying spirit person. Spirit person. (laughs) She's my spirit person. She's my spirit guide. (laughs) She's She's my inspiration. For everything. Now you were and are, well, you started out doing musical theater. Yes. Yeah. So I grew up uh, singing and dancing and I like saw my first Broadway show when I was, I don't know, like nine or something. And what was it? She loves me. Hmm. A kind of an obscure musical but I like looked at my parents and I was like I have to see I have to be on Broadway they were like okay like let's get through second grade or wherever <laughs> I was and so from that point on I was just like well I want to do this for a living I didn't know you could sing and dance for a living and so I just continued to do that I went to like a performing arts high school where I got to sing and dance for grades and then I just sort of continued that on to moving to New York and going to school for it and then being on Broadway where did you go to school? I went to school at AMDA. Oh. Um, yeah, like a two-year conservatory situation. And then, um, yeah, and then I just, I started working. But like, Britney Spears, like that was her, her trajectory was like musical theater. Wasn't she in that yes. whole? She was in a musical, I believe it's called Ruthless. It was called yes. Ruthless with, and she and Natalie Portman shared the role and yes. they would go back and forth between, yeah. you know, who had the, the part that night. Yeah. It's like the original like song and dance. I don't know that whole. There's nothing like it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was my dream for myself, but I can't sing. And I mean, it. I took it as far as I even created like a musical comedy duo and my partner has an unbelievable voice and I did that so I could just like sing next to her that's good but it was like (laughs) it allowed me just like to exercise that part of me that just like or I would say things like you know what I'm just going to become my goal is to become as famous as I possibly can so then they'll let me be on a a Broadway musical I mean that's kind of how it works now 
You could at least, you could be in Chicago. I think anybody famous can do Chicago on Broadway. I would, I used to blast Roxy like so loud. I'm just like singing over it. Yeah, I could. Okay, great, great. Okay, you have faith in me. I'm going to create. You could still do it. (laughs) Listen, I I think anybody can. Let's start a petition. Let's do it. I call for 100 people to sign this petition and we'll see, we'll see if I can get there. All you need is the hunger. So did you? So you performed in New York. I did. So I did a couple after school, after I left AMDA, I did a bunch of like regional theater jobs and I did like a production of Cats and I toured with West Side Story and I did like all that fun stuff that only young people have the energy to do. Mm -hmm. And then I got like my big break when I, I think it was 2009, um, the year circus music video came out and i um and i i played a stripper in rock of ages oh my gosh (laughs) yeah yes oh my gosh in new york in new york on broadway but because i usually then ask where were you in 2009 or like whatever britney moment we're, we're talking about so you were in new york and you were on broadway yeah pole dancing Whole dancing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a dream. It was kind of the dream. I mean, my parents were like, she's either going to end up in a strip club or like wildly successful. And I was like, I kind of did the both. I can do both. Like I married the two. Watch me go. Yeah. That's amazing. And then how did you end up landing Glee? Is Glee so, what brought you to Los Angeles? Yes. So I was doing Rock of Ages for a couple years and then... um I got like, actually, I, I left Rock of Ages and I started touring with the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. <laughs> okay, I need Random. more information. <laughs> you do. <laughs> There's never going to be enough, though. Um, so they do this big arena Christmas tours, like that like rock and roll version of that song mm-hmm. is like what made them famous. But they have an entire show and it's like lasers and pyro and dancers and like catwalks. I was sort of like Britney Spears in that. Like I was on catwalks like and it's like you're like kind of a stripper in that too like a rock and roll Christmas stripper yes yeah oh my now that's a dream (laughs) it was a dream dream it was a dream you're like whipping your hair and like you know kicking your face so I did that and then I was sort of ready to throw in the towel I was sort of at that point I was 26 I was like I've been doing this since I was 19 like literally kicking my face and singing and Mm -hmm. barely making money for it like on Broadway you really don't make that much money and to be living in New York, it just, there's such an imbalance. Um, so I was like, I need to like do something. I started a yoga certification because I was really into yoga. And so I was halfway through and my agent calls and she's like, hey, there's this role they're looking for in Glee. And it's a bitchy cheerleader. And she ha- they're saying she has to sing and dance. It has to be a triple threat. So they're looking in New York, even though they shoot in L.A., So I was like, okay, great. I mean, as an actor, like, you know, you go on like 700 auditions and you get like two callbacks, still no job. So Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, okay, I guess I'll go. Like I have to finish my yoga certification, but like fine. (laughs) So I go, I audition and then I have like a callback and then another callback. And I really hadn't done any TV or film and nor did I have any aspiration to. Like it was all theater and I never really thought of that whole, I don't know, other world. Um, so, and I think that's sort of why I got it because I didn't really care. I didn't really know much about it. Like Ryan Murphy was sitting in front of me at my, te- like they flew me out to LA for my, like, that's what I was going to ask both of those questions. Yeah. If Ryan Murphy was in the room. Yeah. So they flew me out 
And I still was like, well, this is cool. And then the fact that like you negotiate your contract when you're before your final like screen test, which is also something I never did because you don't negotiate anything on Broadway. They're like, here's five dollars. Do you want to do a show eight times a week? You're like, yes, please. So I was I go to the screen test. I'm like, this is crazy. And then you're looking at like the numbers and they're like, so if you get this, it's it's a seven year commitment. And like but to me, it was so like far fetched that I go into my audition. I'm like, okay, I'm sort of nervous. I sort of want it at this point because who wouldn't? But I still didn't really like know to be that nervous. So you didn't watch Glee? I didn't. That like, really, watched, really helped you, I'm it sure. It did help. Yeah. I watched the first episode ever, like the pilot. And I remember being like, oh, this is cheesy. Like I live this every day. You know <laughs> what I mean? Um, and then I was sitting, like I'm so stupid. Ryan Murphy is sitting three feet away from me he gets really close and he's like sitting in the front row of this like weird black box arena situation and he's staring at me and I thought he was the, maybe the choreographer like I swear I had no idea who he was and he's staring at me and I'm reading the sides and I'm doing the scene with the uh, casting director and Ryan is just like after it finishes he looks at me like his Ryan Murphy like look over and he's like and you dance too right and that's why I thought he was the choreographer. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, that's what I do now. I dance on Broadway and yeah, I've danced for a million years. And I just answered the question like some stupid idiot, like didn't realize he's the most like powerful man in Hollywood. And he's like, okay. And I just walk out the door. Anything and, else? Did he ask you like? No. I mean, he was so close. I can't believe to this day, I'm so glad it was my first screen test because it, no one's ever done anything that peculiar mm -hmm. I, it would have thrown me off to be like what I just was like oh yes this is how they do it they sit really close to you and stare at you <laughs> in my mind I'm like well you know cameras are HD now and they they get really close he, he wants to see he wants to he see. wants to see my face he wants to see all like, of it yeah I guess this is what they do for TV they get really close to your face <laughs> I'm I was such an idiot and then I left and I think that was on like a Friday and I flew back and then on like Monday afternoon, my agent called and she's like, hey, um, you have a week to get out of your apartment in New York. I had to break the lease and um, move to L.A. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And did you know a lot of people in L.A.? No. So and then you're just going to start this job like you need a car. You need to figure out a car. I had to get an apartment. I I had no I mean, I, I've always been on the East Coast and always theater so none of these theater people were living in LA unless they like transitioned to TV and I didn't really know them like mm -hmm. like Leah and I both worked on Broadway around the same time but we didn't really know each other during that and then Matt Morrison as well was like a Broadway person and then went on to do Glee but I never really like met either of them I'm not a girl. We're in a Hallmark movie. Two. You were in two? Okay, two. But the one I really would love to talk to you about. I can't wait. Um, My friends Eric and Jill, by the way, are obsessed with Hallmark movies. Amazing. Especially Hallmark Christmas movies. Mm -hmm. And we even, we wrote, um, I'm sure drugs were involved, but one night <laughs> they were here and we had a fire in the fireplace and we sat down and we wrote our own like Hallmark basic scripts. yeah yeah we just like really worked it out we could not stop laughing like we were like this is the best work we've ever done 
and I think it might have been called um oh gosh I bet I could find it but it was either called like mold wine or like I don't know we had well a- you couldn't use that because you're not allowed to drink on Hallmark movies oh, okay sure 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 <laughs> it's like all about hot cocoa and tea and all yes. that kind of stuff um but you were in one of the Hallmark movies you were in was called A Song for Christmas yes and I tried so hard to find it mm-hmm. um I could only watch clips Thank but I, I am going to find more <laughs> But but I this is when I was like, oh, my gosh, she has to come on and talk about Britney because you played mm-hmm. and correct me if I'm wrong. You play a pop star mm-hmm. who is on tour and mm-hmm. somehow gets stranded and left behind in a small town. Yep. You befriend a family who owns a Christmas tree farm. Yes. They may lose it. Yep. And you uh, get your you become smitten with their son mm-hmm. who has uh, aspirations of becoming a country singer in Nashville mm-hmm. one day. And the two of you together, not only do you not only do you fall in love, but you find yourselves a deeper part of yourself through songwriting together. Yes. And you write a song about Christmas. And that song <laughs> I was able to watch. And it oh, is good. And it just and it's just amazing. So you've played a pop star. Yeah. I mean, I pretty much played Britney. I had really long blonde extensions. <laughs> Gorgeous. I channeled her the whole time. <laughs> was that on your mind? I a did. Little bit? I mean, a little bit. I was thinking a, it was a little more like Taylor Swifty because, like the mm-hmm. like country music mm-hmm. stuff. However, I did shoot the beginning of the um, movie was supposed to be opening up with me performing on what would be like a Today Show, um, like a pop song, and we shot it. Like the director of that, who actually lives in our neighborhood, Rich yes. Newey, he used to direct. Um, music videos so he's like I can't wait to shoot this it's gonna be so fun like shoot it like a music video and it was like this really pop star like really Britney-esque moment and Hallmark cut it <gasps> How yes dare but they. it was so it was so Britney it was so like it, I that's I definitely was channeling her when I was performing oh that and it's gosh. gone oh my gosh I, I wonder if we could risque we could get it oh my gosh I'm gonna try to <laughs> I know we've just met, but I, I, it's the start of a friendship, I can tell. And I, I'm going to find it for you and I'm going to give it to you. Like, I can probably be, ask Rich for it. Oh my gosh, we Rich, could screen it. we need to screen it. I need to see this. <laughs> he was heartbroken when it did not make the cut. Oh my gosh. Did you ever think that maybe did you wanted to pursue a recording contract and be like a recording artist? No, I think... I mean, it's so crazy, but I really had such a one-track mind up until... 26 like it was really just like I want to sing and dance on Broadway forever like this is it until I was like oh my god but do you have to have like pay for health insurance and like (laughs) not be broke your whole life so it wasn't until really moving out to LA where I realized that I could have another chapter but it was never I never really thought about like a recording thing I'd never I just love live performing. I love live singing and dancing and the thought of like being in a studio. We did a lot of studio work for for Glee. Was that an adjustment for you? It was because I was so used to having to sing everything perfectly all the time because there's never you're never pre-recording anything for theater. It's just what comes out that night is what people hear. Mm -hmm. So you have to be so, you know, just everything is so specific and you have to be like run songs 8 million times and have it in your muscle memory. And like, if you're feeling a little bit off, like it's such a 
delicate thing. But then I would like go into the studio after a couple years of doing um, Glee and I would be like, I could be hungover. I could still be drunk. I could be smoking a pack (laughs) of cigarettes. It doesn't matter. It always came out right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So the pressure felt like it was, there was none. But then when you lose that, you kind of lose the adrenaline and it's a different. It doesn't feel as alive. There's like a little bit of like life missing from it. Yeah. And that spark is like what I need. That's what gives me the kind of. What do you what do you think of Britney's voice? And you're in a you're in a you're in a safe space. Like yeah, there are stands that listen, but most of the people are like, I'm a stand. But we we all talk about Britney honestly, yeah. and we know that you love her, so it's okay. You can share your thoughts. Here's what I'm gonna say: Bef- it, when I was an OG Britney fan when she first came out, I was like, oh yeah, she does not have the best voice. Like it's all kind of like you know melodyne and like all that you know fixed in a studio and blah blah blah. Well, I started working with this voice teacher in New York her name is Marianne Wells and um she actually used to coach Britney as a child like when she was a kid wow and she was like Britney has an amazing voice she's mm-hmm. like I don't know now it you know if but it's there like so that voice that got Britney on like the Mickey Mouse Club and she was like she really is super super talented so I actually feel like Listen, she's she's like one of those athletes that's like you get older and inevitably like the wear and tear. It's just not going to be as good. But I think at one point she probably did have a really good voice. Yeah, I I think so too. So this music video came in, came out December um, in December of 2008. Okay. So it was honored then and nominated for many awards at the the VMAs for 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm from this point forward going to refer to this as 2009. Mm-hmm. Now, this video for Circus was directed by Francis Lawrence, mm-hmm. and he also did "I'm Asleep for You." Yes, which is one of the most iconic. Some top some three. might say. What are your top three, would you say? Ooh, Toxic, mm-hmm. Slave. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Womanizer is great. Womanizer is great. And then what's what song is it when she's the flight attendant? That's Toxic. Yes. What am I thinking of? I don't know. It could, I mean, Womanizer is great. Also, I mean, lucky people love. Oh, people, lo- well, love I was love, not love, a lucky, love, lucky person. Lucky. I wasn't either. Now I'm starting to have a deeper appreciation for it uh-huh. because people have really come for me that I don't like oh, it. Oh, really? But I'm like, so now, so I'm, I mean, I've the grown. lyrics are genius. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's very, it tells it's, a story. It's, it's like her a, story. It's a, it, yes. Dark. Very dark. <laughs> very, very dark. Very dark. But um, Francis Lawrence, he directed I'm Asleep for You. And then he also direct, he went on to direct Hunger Games, Catching Fire, Mocking Day mm-hmm. 1 and 2. But he directed, and I believe this was his first feature, Water for Elephants, which is basically circus. circus. Yes. Oh, my God. And Reese Witherspoon mm-hmm. looks just, just like, like Britney. Britney in the circus video. So I feel like we wouldn't have gotten that gem of a movie. Now, some people didn't like it. It's my favorite book. I enjoyed the movie. I loved it. I thought it was, I, I wish yes. Robert Pattinson would give us more of that, you know, teen dream, hunky. I know, me too. I I, I, I want that. I What's he up to? <laughs> I actually was just thinking, I don't know what he's doing. I think he wanted to do more like 
really like gritty things yeah but don't, don't they all uh, yeah <laughs> once you get really rich you can <laughs> yeah. but just come on give us a little bit give more me but more water for elephants I, it was it was a, uh, this video and was a sign of what was to come from Frances Lawrence and Reese never looked better so beautiful in that she movie. looked very Britney-esque now you have the shade of blonde hair that I refer to as now I want you to know before this comes out of my mouth I dream of having this shade of blonde well, I've hair I've had like 800 shades and now I have like three inch roots so <laughs> I'm I go for it but I call it the bitchy blonde oh, that white yes the icy blonde I love it so much I have a dream I you don't think do it. I don't know I'm I still I wimp out every time you could do it Thank bitchy you blonde, bitchy blonde. I just think it's so gorgeous, and Brittany has that she hair does. color in this video, and it's so stunning, and it's soft. That yep. soft wave, and they kind of like brush, brush it out, out so it bounces, yep. and it's so gorgeous. Twenties like Hollywood. I want Brittany to bring that haircut back so badly. Well, that would require a wig. <laughs> well, I want her to bring that wig back. <laughs> so bring back the wig. I saw bring her. Bring, I Listen, wig. I'm here for it. Bring back the wig. <laughs> I saw her at when I first started Glee, like my first press junket. She was doing something with Fox, like coach uh, judging something. X what was Factor. it? X Factor. And sh- we were doing our rounds and I saw her and she was literally inches away from us. And we were like, oh my God, it's Britney Spears. Holy shit, holy shit. She's in like a fierce bodycon black mini dress. She was really into the the, the bodycon dress. Yes, design. very. And then she had long, 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 long blonde hair. Like really long, but her extensions were... Gnarly. Oh my God. Well, she doesn't like people touching her. Right, they give them like a 30 minute limit or something. I under- There's a very strict time limit with her. And I understand and I'm like yes but also self-care I'm a little bit like can we find her magic person yeah like where it's she likes being with yes and then she doesn't feel like she's working or being touched touched. because I mean I can understand if that's something that's really triggering her like I I get it Mm -hmm. um like, like I said, I'm just a little bit like self-care. I know. It's upsetting because if she, I feel like if she allowed the pro- professionals to do their jobs, we would get that Brittany back. The, yeah, physically. Well, it, takes, it, takes a, it takes a village. It does. It, it takes does. a village. I wonder who's on her team who, okay, I, we, we are watching this video and I think, I believe that she was back here, which is really interesting mm. because I think that. So 2007, 2008, well, 2007 mm-hmm. was bad year for Brittany. That was, she shaved her head and everything that went on with her children and her custody case. And, um, and so then this is, you know, 2000, December, 2008. Mm-hmm. So that is very quick after, yeah, such a, a breakdown, um, breakdown, breakthrough, who knows? I, you know, <laughs> we've all faced adversity in our lives, dark, dark times. Yep. And you, you know, when you're in it, sometimes I was thinking about this recently and just like, I was just free writing, thinking about Brittany. <laughs> I was thinking I about how, <laughs> how in my darkest times, mm-hmm. like, so when I first went to, when I, um, I went to see Brittany in Vegas for my bachelor party and I, at first, we were all going to dress up as Britney's throughout time. Right. 
And then we finally settled on that I was going to dress as original schoolgirl Brittany. And then all of my friends were going to dress as school boys. So they would wear ties. Okay, cute. And, um, but when we were all going to dress as Brittany is my friend Jill, who is a costume designer and, and just a wild gal. She said, she's the one that loves Hallmark movies. Mm -hmm. And she said to me, um, she wanted to be shaved head Brittany with the umbrella and everything. And I was like, no. Oh. And I was like, that is negative and it's about light and positivity and you cannot do that. Yeah. And she was like, okay. Maybe if it was a party you were going to, but yes. not Britney's show. To like be in front of her because that might trigger, trigger her or something. But then I was thinking, during my hardest time in my life, like where the most change ended up happening, the most mm-hmm. growth because of that hard time, I now look back at that time in my life and it kind of feels to me a little bit like that's when I was my most powerful and almost like that's when I was a superhero. Yeah. And if someone, now I don't know what that would look like if someone dressed <laughs> up as me say. at that time, it would be like someone would have a, um, um, like a bag of popcorn. That was, <laughs> I would just like, just like run through bags of yep. popcorn through my anxiety and like probably it would be like someone, you know, would be wearing like, I don't know, like pajamas, matching pajamas, but like no bra. And then the top buttons of the pajama top would be missing because I would wake up into panic attacks and I would rip them open. And I would just like, (gasps) like, get it off, get it off. Again, it was a dark time. Um, I really (laughs) worked through all of this and so much growth. But I think if someone came and was dressed like that and was like, I'm your basically like your ghost of Christmas. Your meltdown. Yeah. This is your meltdown coming back at you. I'm kind of like, wow, I was rad like I agree you know but I feel like if you had done that in the public eye you feel differently like if someone showed up and was like "Ah, well if like that time in your life was like all over the tabloids yes there's probably a worse taste in your mouth because it's mixed with not only like the greatest growth Mm -hmm. but also like probably when you didn't want to leave your house because the tabloids yeah I mean I didn't want to leave my house to because I didn't want to face friends and family. Yeah. You know, let so alone I, like yeah, the world. 100%. But I kind of, I understand. I'd be surprised. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if she was like, I'm actually proud of that moment in my life. Like, I you guys think it is. was tragic. It was the best thing to ever happen to me. I have no regrets because I think everything happens for a reason. I just have to look back and say, it is what it is. Learn from my mistakes and just listen to my instincts more. Was my life out of control? A lot was at stake, and I realized that. But there was a point where I didn't know how to run my life with that many people outside my house. But I'm a strong girl. And enough is enough. I've gained that strength. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. 
Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. But something happened in 2011, 2012, mm-hmm. where another piece of her movement Something in that soul connection. It's like she heard the music too much and now she can't hear it anymore or something. I think it might be more like pharmaceuticals. I do too. Yeah. But I think that in the pharmaceuticals aren't being misused. I think it's to help her live a healthy life in other ways, but she can't therefore move. Yeah. Um, oh, which has got to be frustrating because it was do like you think once. She knows. Well, here's the thing. I look at the clips. I have not seen her in Vegas yet. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hesitant to do it because I remember, because I, I saw her in like her prime, like her prime. And I just remember feeling like it's sad to me because she doesn't need the money, but she's doing Vegas anyway. Does she need the money? Like she doesn't even get the money. Doesn't her, her dad has like, well, her dad is her conservator still. Right. She, she, I mean, she does get money. Her sons, yeah. you know, her, she also, and I, and I think she does feel very connected and, and feels like she has a responsibility to support the people who, a lot of the people who work for her have worked forever, for her right? forever. It's crazy. Ever. All the people who went and traveled with her, did yeah. her tours, everyone behind the scenes. So I feel like. She, 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 and I also do believe that so much of her life is controlled. Mm-hmm. The only moment that she is completely free is on stage when she's performing. Yeah. And I feel like that's hers and hers alone. Yeah. But I, I wonder, I'm like, you know, if she doesn't know that she can't move the way she used to, she's like, gotta know. that's great. You know, whatever. If right. She, I would, I would, I would be content with that. I'm like, yeah. ignorance is bliss. Like, you don't know. Fantastic. I feel like she has to know. I don't It's I like a like, different... Um, it's so like visceral the whole like when you when she was at her prime and like dancing the way she was dancing like that is a whole nother beast to like being on stage and like attempting like as a dancer I think you always know when you're losing it so I ha- I know someone who worked on this specific video he's a dancer um, and he said that he had worked with her on other videos before this in her prime like real prime um, and he said that the entire shoot, someone was having to stand in front of the camera to do her choreography for her. And she was having to sort of like mirror that because she wasn't able to retain the choreography. Here's the thing, though. Number one, if you, that's a muscle that if you don't continue, it's like learning lines. If you kind of stop reading scripts and learning lines for a while, you can become so useless at like picking up on on your lines. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're like on a show for a year, you can look at a script and know it in two seconds. So if you're out of practice, it's the same thing with like learning choreography. 
she probably just was a little bit rusty because she came off of that like weird time in her life. So intense. So Such intense. An intense time in her life. So even if she was like even totally mentally with it, it's still not something that comes back like riding a bicycle, like picking up choreography. Mm-hmm. And it's quick and it's like kind of intricate. And it's she you can I can tell knowing like how she used to move especially music video because you're choosing the best moments so you're like that was her best moment yes so it makes me think that like this this guy that I know was telling the truth that it was a struggle now the choreographer of this music video was didn't he pass away he passed away his name is Andre Fuentes Mm -hmm. and he passed away in 2016 um I think that he he know he does Brittany has said this that about him that he knows her body so well and mm-hmm. he knows what how to make a woman's body look beautiful yeah. and um I just love on the Brittany um like for the record when he just was such a light mm-hmm. and she needed that yeah um I know other people who have worked with her and mm-hmm. they're like amazing people but there was just something about Andre and his energy and yeah. the way he he was just so positive just so positive and she's like a child mm-hmm. and I think like to come back to work after such an ordeal yeah and to have that person be by her side mm-hmm. it just must have been like so exactly what she needed and he also so he also did womanizer mm-hmm. as well um but I love this video when they do um like the setup, like it's her like performance, like she's on a right. stage and they're and it's kind of like with the freaks and yeah. like the way she's dancing. I I love I that love dance it. break. I think it's fantastic. It's good. And she actually kind of crushed the dance break. Right? Yeah. She's wearing those like see-through gloves yeah. and like, like the, the bra top. Bra. I know. The bra top the is bra top. so good. I was looking at her body and I was like, damn, like she's they just don't make pop stars like that anymore and I'm saying make like they're Barbie dolls but like she had the epitome of like strong feminine like her body was so amazing and I like there's nobody else like it's kind of like that like cheerleader like uh, I don't know and like she's like not a stick figure and it's not about like just like all of the pop stars now have you know they're all gorgeous yeah women beautiful bodies like there's something about Britney's yeah body. She's like the dancer body like strong and like <clears throat> the other thing is the pop stars now dancing is not what they're focusing on like Ariana Grande like she'll dance on her shows and stuff but like it's not dance no, it's she's no. not a dancer no. No. and so her body's like not strong it's not like a beautiful thing to watch like where Britney has like a beautiful body to watch a move and they're it's like Madonna mm-hmm. and that's kind of like it and Paula Abdul <laughs> Paula Paula but like those OG dancer girls yeah you know we're like it's not like I mean watching Katy Perry dance is like my worst nightmare <laughs> like if I go to hell I have to watch Katy Perry <laughs> dance at some award show in flats like that is or even with Taylor Swift or Taylor Does Swift her shows she to me looks like oh my god now I know there could be different definitions of cheerleaders but to me she is a cheerleader but <laughs> yeah. a different kind where it's just like yeah yeah let's go like it's just it's these. like cool mom it is she cool, mom. Me of cool mom 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, Taylor, you're such a phenomenal songwriter and you're an amazing performer, yeah. but not like just don't dance. Don't wear a leotard and high Don't boots. wear a don't leotard. Don't do it. Don't do it's it. It's upsetting. It's like. And Beyonce's her own thing. Like Beyonce is not. Totally. I'm always. Uh, it's like Beyonce's a different category. Totally. And actually seeing Beyonce live was the first time that I was like, okay, I'll let her have it. She's definitely like a triple threat even though she wasn't in ballet class or maybe she was like Britney grew up like in ballet classes like she's that like Beyonce like dances her ass off and she's great but again it's not the same it's not like Britney oh I love that you're saying like Britney has technique she can kick her face I don't think Beyonce can kick her face I don't think she ever could Ooh, like it's like that like competition dancer what I've gotten from today is it's really all about being able to kick your face. Kick your face oh and God. split. <laughs> we need the wig back. Kick your face. Mm-hmm. Yes, splits. Mm-hmm. Splits are splits were really big for Britney. Britney she used to do a lot. I watched her dance breaks, yeah. her old dance breaks all the time. She used to like jump down in a the cooter middle. slam. Yeah. No, <laughs> That's what we called it in dance. She would. A cooter slam. <laughs> she would do a cooter slam and then come back up yep. and then into d- another dance. Yeah. Like it was crazy. Crazy. She oh was my so gosh. good. Cooter slam. It's a cooter slam. Oh man. Did she ever. <laughs> now for. So I really. I like this music video. I think it's amazing. I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I think there's something that's very. I like that soft lighting. It's very angelic. I think it's like uh, Britney being a little bit reborn, but also embracing this wild side of her that's been like, you know, cracked open. I super connect to this, this video. Now, at the same time, the same year, she also did Womanizer, which is a phenomenal music video. Amazing. And a lot of people prefer Womanizer over over circus now interesting we get to the vmas and circus is nominated for best cinematography best editing best choreography best direction best art direction womanizer so circus goes home Mm empty-handed i think right let's see i thought circus won for choreography it might have won for that hold on i'm gonna look this up and make sure but Womanizer Did they ends up winning Best Pop Video. Two thousand and nine VMAs uh-huh. was the year of Beyonce Single Ladies. Whoa! Amazing music video. Yes, a classic, like iconic. Mm-hmm. And it was the year of Kanye versus Taylor, I'ma let you finish. That was 2009? That was 2009. Holy crap. And and that was the birth of I'ma let you finish. Now, what is so interesting is that Beyonce also went against Britney. Right. in In the category in which Britney won was best pop video. So here were the contenders. It was Britney Spears' Womanizer, uh-huh. Beyonce's Single Ladies, mm-hmm. Cobra Starship featuring Leighton Meester, Good Girls what? Go Bad. Oh my God. <laughs> Lady Gaga Poker Face. Oh. And, which I watched. It's not a good video. No, it's not. It's not a good it's video. It's not her best. Um, and I don't even know who this is. Wissen and Yandel? Mm. I don't know what, okay. But, Good Britney's, for them. <laughs> good for them. Yeah. They had a good year in 2000. This is on their bio for yep. sure. <laughs> and 
Britney Spears won. Now, Kanye West did not interrupt Britney. Britney. And I feel like crazy understands crazy. Yeah. And I say crazy with a lot of respect. Yeah, yeah. I've got a ton of it inside of me. Yeah. I have Kanye some- was like, I'm not going to touch that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I also feel like he also was like, and Womanizer was That's a great good video. <laughs> and now when, when. What did Taylor Swift win against Beyonce when he did that? What was that category? Okay. The song? It was. Hold on. I'm finding it. I'm finding it. Oh, so, but best choreography, Beyonce single ladies won, oh, which makes, makes sense. sense. I, yeah. that's, I will let Incredible. her finish on that one. I will, yes. Um, I remember when everybody was doing that dance all the time. All the time. So it's a, it's a total. It's iconic. It, yeah. Totally. Wait, what did, what did she win? Uh, let's see. Oh, best female video. Oh. So it was Taylor Swift and Kanye was right. You Belong With Me is not a better oh. music video than single lead. You know what, Kanye? In hindsight, you, you were right. You were right. <laughs> now, it's all about delivery. delivery. <laughs> <laughs> Which also kind of into. <laughs> so Taylor, um, Taylor Swift is very polarizing for me. Oh, I go back and trigger. forth. Like all the time, like I love her, I hate her. Me too. I hate her. I hate her. I hate her. I like her. <laughs> Me like, too. I can't. I don't know what to do. Why? What do you think that is? Here's what it is. She was the beginning of a different generation of pop star. Like, first of all, she comes from a lot of money. Mm-hmm. She was groomed, like, to become Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I don't think parents were really doing that with their kids like Britney doesn't come from money no she just loved to sing and dance like it was a very like genuine path do you know what I mean yes very authentic she wasn't a machine I think Taylor is a is a really talented songwriter so talented with songwriting but then again it's like take Taylor Swift and maybe don't give her all those I'm like this is like my soapbox I get on all the time in Hollywood but like take away her like I guess beauty support from her family Mm -hmm. like like she and Ariana Grande both come from very wealthy families yes that they from the time they were like young and showed any interest in music like they were grown like like they became their own big beast Mm -hmm. and I just I don't know if that's to me it's is that the American dream (laughs) like buying your daughter into being pop star royalty Yes. I'm not taking away from their talent. Like no. Ariana Grande, her voice is crazy good. She's super talented. But like, would I be more excited if she had just been plucked from obscurity, like from the Mickey Mouse Club? Yeah, I would be more of an Ariana Grande fan. What's interesting, though, is that if you come from a lot of money and this happens to you, it's not as... People um, discount it. Well, it's, I was going like to say what it's I'm not, doing right you, now. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm talking about as the individual. If you come from a lot of, oh. if you, if like you come from a lot of money, this won't um, be such a shock to your system because you're already, you already feel entitled. Yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. So you're just like, yeah, get me my water. Get me my, like, yeah. I need my things. Like, um, whereas I watched, I watched another, uh, uh, like I watched this video on YouTube and it was all the moments and it went in a timeline from the beginning of Britney's career until 
like maybe 2013, but it was every time she was asked about what's it like to be famous? Like, mm-hmm. what's it like? Or do you, and in the early years it was like, how, can you still go out? And she was like, well, I can like go to the mall, but like now some people are starting to notice me, but it's so cool. Yeah. And then it like cuts to after the break Dark. and to her Matt Lauer interview <laughs> when she's pregnant with, I think her second uh, child. And she's like, they just need to leave me alone. I'm a human being and her hormones. And she's just like, yeah. a mess. And you're like, we did this. But, but there's something like, because it was such a shock to her. Yeah. Because she came from nothing. And maybe that's why Taylor and Ariana are so well balanced because their whole lives, they've sort of been stars. Mm-hmm. Like it's all been, relatively speaking, I think they've always been a star. Becca, Taylor was bullied. Okay. I'm so sure. She was bullied. <laughs> I mean, can't we all say we were bullied? I just like, I, it's such like a, like, that's can't, you can't stand on that anymore. Yeah, like, you really, you, can't. you really can't. But I think, and also what drives me crazy about Taylor, and I just, I will say this, is that like reputation, there are some songs I, I like, I like, and I wanted to like it so much more yeah. as a whole, but then I'm like listening, I'm like, oh my God, every song, you're so annoying. You make yourself have to be a victim or you're talking about overcoming something that wasn't even a big deal. You made it a big deal. Yeah. Like Britney has no desire to get involved in nonsense. She kind of didn't like you're right. And Britney didn't really use what was going on in her social life or personal life. She didn't like make a spectacle of it to make her art more get her art more attention. You know what I mean? Like that was very separate. Mm -hmm. And it was like. That's why I think people loved her so much because they're looking at all these songs like Lucky and being like, is it a secret message? Is this how she feels? Because she didn't like do that whole. I think except with the exception of every time, but then it worked so it worked so well because it was just like it was from her guts. And now it's like with every cat fight Taylor Swift has, she writes a song about it. And it's like, was the cat fight even that bad to begin with? Or is it now just fuel to like sell your records and get everybody like on its side like once the- Calvin Harris said publicly like this is her team they're so manipulative whatever the language was where he was yeah. like, this is so calculated this is just another move on their part to like create it, it, I was like a bigger whoa. star whoa yeah. it's like the Kardashian the Kardashian like machine it's similar where mm-hmm. everything so is much more so... respect for that machine i know right <laughs> that, that machine <laughs> that machine, machine works <laughs> that machine but is... it's so complicated and there's so many secrets and it's so like every single thing is calculated i think that's the same thing with taylor swift i think that like every step so it's like you can't even hate taylor swift because it's not even her anymore it's just she's just doing what she's told to do I'll tell you what I wouldn't want to have her as a girlfriend. Nope. Because I know many people who have been <laughs> and aren't any longer. And aren't anymore. <laughs> she really? cycles. She has a, I mean, I guess in your 20s, though, you kind of do that. So it's not like I'm going to fault her. She's a normal girl. But she does go through friends, like, from what I've gathered. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of like she changes her friends, like she changes her favorite pair of jeans. Something that I've gotten really into mm-hmm. is reading old People magazine articles. Ooh. Okay, start with this one Can't if you're wait. interested. I am. Is the breakup between Julia Roberts and Kiefer Sutherland. 
they called off their wedding and I don't even remember them being engaged. Okay, so this was she was in her twenties. Wow. Um okay. she was like twenty she was really, really young. Yeah. And um and they and they the wedding was happening. Yeah. And also really funny things. The wedding was going to take place um at Fox, I think, like on a studio lot. So, and they were like taking so weird. and they were like you know making a room right to the like their you know their imagination and like incredible like a movie set and um and the article though because this was before phones like before oh smartphones God. they're pages long and someone spent a ton of time researching following up like calling people um and there's actual language, like words of substance yeah. in the article. And um, it will go down to like, she was seen having lunch at, you know, the Ivy. And she was eating a, a <laughs> chopped salad with grilled shrimp on top. No. And she was wearing, you know, a long denim shirt with her <laughs> hair pulled back and a scrunchie. I and, love that. And you're trying to, you know, picture it because no one got the photo and then it didn't just like go out right away. That's incredible. Um, they're amazing. Old People Magazine articles. Like if you find a topic that you're like, oh, whatever happened to da da da? And then them. you and then go and, and search. They are the best. They are so entertaining. That's so funny because I was listening to Oprah's podcast and she was interviewing Julia Roberts recently and she was sort of talking about that era but more so with when she started I think when she started her relationship with Danny Motor and how for the first couple of years like every tabloid would always talk about them breaking up and like I and Oprah was asking Julia about it like was that so hard like to to have all the tabloids and I'm thinking to myself like do people care anymore? Because the celebrities now, they don't care because there's so many ways to get their story out that People Magazine is like in the tabloids are not like the Bible. So for Julia Roberts, that was devastating. Yeah. She didn't have Instagram to go on to post a cute selfie with her and Danny Motor to prove they're doing okay. Yes. I feel like there's maybe two to four people who are hounded and who yeah. people care to yeah. find out what's happening. Yeah. But I, I, I couldn't even name them. I bet Britney Spears is one of yeah. them. Yeah, I'm sure she's like a definite like hot topic because she doesn't well aside from her like weird instagram videos like you you don't really know what she's my favorite up to. thing in the entire <laughs> i love that's what she's up to that's that what is she's doing what she is up to i mean what is that it's so good it's she's just she's a child she's a child there i also say this all the time that i think that if you become like huge like wildly successful Whatever age that happened, it's when you stop, you you stay there. I agree. A part of you stays there completely. I have like I know one person where I'm like that is not the case, but maybe there's like a part of him that's still that age. But I feel like I don't know, especially yeah. if those people like never bottom out. Like if they stay, like even Britney had like her meltdowns, but she's always been famous like there's never been a time in her life since peaking at her fame when she was like what 15 how yeah. old was she For, yeah 14. 14 15 there's never been a time where people stopped caring about Britney so it's like you're never gonna mature past that she never got an opportunity to go off on her own and like be alone and figure out who she was whereas like some of these other people 
who might have matured past that like peaked age is because people stop caring about them. Mm-hmm. Like the boy banders, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I'm sure Justin is still eternally 14 where the rest of them are probably yeah. matured to their full. Yeah. I can't stand Justin. I can't stand. You can't stand him? Yes! So is everybody speculating about what's going on? Is she having a nervous breakdown? Is she... I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Is that what they're speculating? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, Becca, new friend. New friends. Neighbor. Neighbors. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having and me. And talking about circus. I mean, is there anything better? No. Thank you. <laughs> Campfire. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.